And that's a bit of the brand new single from my guest, Hamilton, Ontario's Shay Lynn. The song is called Favorite Hello, Hardest Goodbye. And we'll hear the song in its entirety here on In the Country, plus a previous single from her, a great one called The Drink. My pleasure to welcome Shay Lynn to the show. Hey there. Hey, Dave. Thanks so much for having me. Ah, uh, Shailene, it is great to have you again. It's been a while, but always great to catch up with you and always great to see what you're up to online. Thank you. Yes, it's been a long time for sure. <laughs> uh, and when I see you online, I see that you're posting about shows, which is great. Everybody's back to shows, which is so amazing. How have your shows been going? Oh, Dave, they've been absolutely amazing. Um, the amount of support from fans, uh, new fans, familiar faces, old faces, um, it's really nice. And I feel like the energy from the crowd is just 10 times more, you know, intense than it was before COVID. And I think we were all, you know, stuck in for so long that now that we're out and doing what we love to do, everyone's bringing it 110%. And it's such a nice feeling when we're on stage to see our fans having a blast. Oh, it must feel great uh, for you to see that. And of course, you're right, people, because we've all been uh, locked up for so long, so to speak, and just kind of away from live music, that now that we're back at it in full force, we just appreciate it at a whole new level. Uh, what are some of the favorite songs you're covering these days? And I know with you, Shailen, it's not always a new song because you cover a lot of the classic songs. I do. Um, my all-time favorite song that I start every single show with is Folsom Prison Blues by, of course, the one and only Johnny Cash. So that is one of my absolute favorite songs. I think it just gets people uh, ready. They're in the mood. Everyone loves Johnny Cash, and mm. they're ready to kick it country uh, with the man <laughs> in black. So that's one of my favorites. I also just started doing um, a cover by Terry Clark called Better Things to Do. And yeah. what I really love about this song is that she's Canadian. Um, so it's kind of a cool thing. And I just saw a post recently on Facebook of a picture of her on Tootsie's um, playing on the same stage that I played at in Nashville. So um, I would say right now, those are my two favorite songs that I'm covering because of the story and the meaning behind them. Amazing. Yeah, that was, I believe, Terry's debut single. If not, it was one of her first few singles. Uh, Better Things to Do. Terry yes. from Medicine Hat, Alberta, of course, gone on to become, I guess we could call her a legend. Now she's still young, but she's a legend with all the music she's put out there. You know, and I think it's so great, and I've mentioned this before, that somebody as young as you, Shaylin, is covering classic country music because, of course, young people who come to your shows will get introduced in a lot of cases. They might know it already, but they'll get introduced to some of the classics through you. No, I think it's so cool. And, you know, I don't think music has an age limit. So, you know, I love introducing um, classic country songs to, to the next generation. I love singing the classic country songs and having the older generation remember memories. You know, I've had people cry, laugh, um, smile because all of these songs have memories for them. And I'll never forget, I, I played a show in Burlington um, at the Kerrigan Arms and I had two young little girls um, that came out and they were requesting Code of Many Colors by Dolly Parton. And Dave, they had to have been, I don't know, maybe seven and four. Like they're so young and it's their favorite song. And for me, the fact that, you know, youth is willing to listen and learn all about the legends and the classic country music, I think it's so important because the legends like Dolly Parton and Johnny Cash and Loretta Lynn, they're the ones who started country music. So I think it's real sweet. I think so, too, that uh, kids that young are loving the music. It is timeless. And the cool thing about country shows is you really see all ages 
from four or five, if they're with their parents, to whatever age, to as old as you can get uh, and everywhere in between. Oh, absolutely. And and I think it's great. Like, I'm very fortunate that my parents, you know, brought me to sing and to sing in, in live venues and they they introduced me to singers from like Shania Twain, um, you know, Maren Morris, like all of these different types of, of artists. And they brought me to see concerts and and they allowed me to to go be around music. And I think it's so great when I see parents bringing their young children to, to concerts and to live shows. Mm-hmm. I think it's great for them. Shailen, can you take us back to uh, your first time on stage that you, that you recall where it might have been as young, whatever age you were at, but when it felt good and you were on stage performing? Gosh, yeah, I think I was 10 years old and I was singing at a karaoke bar um, and I'm pretty sure I was singing Red High Heels by Kelly Pickler and I actually (laughs) had a pair of Red High Heels on and I was doing all these actions and everyone was going absolutely nuts and it was like, it was that moment when I was on stage live that I'm like, this is what I want to do forever and I think that feeling has only grown um, over time so that's definitely a sweet memory I have to keep. (laughs) That's amazing at age 10 and to choose a song like Red High Heels because you probably had never been in them up to that point. Oh, gosh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still not good in them now. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly Pickler. Yeah, I haven't heard too much about her her music lately, but I I remember her from American Idol, of course, and she's got a great traditional voice as well as much like yourself. Thank you. Let's talk about Favorite Hello, Hardest Goodbye. It's, of course, a great title. Sounds like a classic country title. It sums up so much in those four words. Uh, But tell me about the song, Shailen. So I actually wrote this song during COVID, and I wrote it with my great uncle, who is actually my Nana, the one that I wrote Nana's Little Girl for. That's her brother. So it's a really special moment there. But uh, we wrote this song, and he's a musician himself. And, you know, we know how hard it is when you're going on tour and you're leaving your partner or your family or whoever's at home, and it's like your hardest goodbye. And But you love music so much, so, you know, you go anyways, you do your tour, you meet tons of people and then you come back to your loved one and then they're your favorite hello again so i i i wanted to release this song right when covid was over because i was starting to tour again and and you know leave my family and leave friends and you you really miss them but i also love what i do so much so it's like a bittersweet um moment and that's why i think this song sums up how i was feeling perfectly Sometimes I 
It is such a beautiful song. Favorite hello, hardest goodbye. It's Shaylin, and she does traditional music so well. Tell, talk about the songwriting process for you, Shaylin. You mentioned you, you know, you co-wrote that song. What is songwriting uh, like for you? What is the process like? Yeah, so I don't really have like a, a set plan. I don't say like, you know, okay, Tuesday at eight o'clock, I'm going to sit down and write. <laughs> I don't think it, it's something that can be planned because it's a story and it's natural and it has to come from the heart. And I spent a lot of time at my uncle's during COVID. He lives up in Lakefield um, and it's right on the lake. So it was like a very isolated place. And I was just like, you know, we were talking about music and being on tour and and how how much I miss it. And then I just started writing like I was just like oh my god I think there's a song here and I was like you know you leave someone it's your hardest goodbye and your favorite hello and and it just kind of stemmed from that and then he started speaking about some stories he had and you know he's like oh yeah I I missed this person and I needed this person and it was just all of these feelings and it was so intense and then we ended up just writing a song so it was totally accidental most of my (laughs) songs are totally accidental or they're true stories and and that's what that's the, the path I choose when I write a song is there anybody out there, Shaylin, as far as a dream co-writer goes? Somebody might be in your area, somebody might be far away, uh, maybe even in Nashville, but somebody that you would like to write with one day. Oh, Dave, this is such a good question. This is a good question. Um, I would definitely love to write, obviously, with one of the greats, like a Dolly Parton, a Loretta Lynn, because I love that traditional classic country style. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the newer artists that I'm really a fond of right now is Luke Holmes and I was inspired by his song Six Feet Apart as well because that went along the whole COVID situation and I related that with favorite Hello Hardest Goodbye so I think like Luke Holmes as much as he's a newer country artist I think he still has like an old soul quite like myself and yes. I think that I would love to sit down and write with him just like a story um, you know that we can both relate to. That's what's so great about Luke Holmes is, yeah, he's a current artist, but he's got so much tradition in him. And it's kind of a throwback, either old country or 90s country, but uh, it's a throwback. Exactly. Yeah, I, I absolutely adore him. I, I listen <laughs> to him almost every day. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. 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 He's one of the best. And the uh, song out there now from Ernest and Morgan Wallen, Flower Shops, which is like the number one song. Uh, in country music is so amazing too. And there's a so powerful. Yeah, there's an example of a traditional song. When I hear that song, I think of George Jones or one of those kind of artists because it's got that classic feel. Definitely. No, uh, the first time I heard that song, like I I think I was driving and talking with my mom and I I completely stopped and I was like, who is singing and who, what is this song? And it just like, I think, you know, when music is that powerful that it catches your attention, you know, you've done a good job. So um, I, I absolutely love that song as well. Do you have a favorite concert that you've gone to in the past that either inspired you as far as the artist, the way they performed, and you got some tips or just some ideas from it, or just a favorite concert that really moved you? Yes. Um, for me, my absolute favorite concert was Garth Brooks, and uh, for two reasons. One, uh, my Nana's favorite song was The Dance, so the fact that he sang that live was a very special moment there. But just watching him with the crowd, I mean, Garth is so down to earth. He's real. Um you know, he, he's not the best singer in the world, but he, he's a damn good performer. And I'll never forget the one line he said. He was holding his guitar around his, his stomach, and he wasn't playing it. And he said, y'all know why I wear this guitar. It's not to play. It's to hide my gut. 
And I, we all just laughed and we're like, you know, this is real stuff because, yeah. you know, we're human. Yeah, we love eating steak and all that stuff, right? So, um, but he True. was just running on the stage. He was a ball of energy. Um, he, he, you know, he, he noticed people in, in, in the crowd. He read the signs they had and he was just so personable. And, and I definitely want to be like Garth Brooks and, and just true to yourself and someone that your, your fans absolutely adore. Oh yeah. Yeah. He is one of the best uh, entertainment wise. Um, and so many great songs, of course, that he can perform his classics. And I love when he covers, uh, Bob Seger songs, uh, uh, night moves, I think is the one I love of his. Yeah, uh, that yeah. he does. <laughs> and, but Garth, just the amount of songs. And as you said, he's so personable and you just feel so connected at his shows or whether you're watching them on TV or whatever, but yeah, he's one of my favorites too. Yeah. He's, he's one of a kind. That's for sure. Tell us a bit more about your Nana. As you mentioned, you wrote a song about her and she was a great inspiration for you. And obviously she loved country music. She did. So my Nana, I actually owe my whole music career to my Nana. She introduced music to me when I was just four years old. And as I grew up, the type of music changed. So when I was just, you know, a kid, she introduced me to like Twinkle Twinkle and ABCs and all those fun nursery rhymes. And then as I got older, um, she introduced me to the classics. So Johnny Cash, uh, Tammy Wynette, Ernest Tubb, Hank Williams. And Mm -hmm. I remember listening to all of these and going, oh, my God, like I absolutely love them. And every weekend I would sleep at her house and we would put on a concert and, you know, and she'd be my audience and I would sing away all these old classic songs. And then unfortunately, um, she, she ended up getting cancer and she passed away. And I wrote a song called Nana's Little Girl. And again, it was all by accident. I was really missing her around Christmas time. It was my first Christmas without her. And I was just you know, basically writing a song that summed up our relationship. And I was her only granddaughter. So we were very close in that aspect. And um, yeah, I just I ended up writing Nana's Little Girl. And it went on my very first uh, album, Shaylin Love and the Legends, which was full of seven covers of different legends and country music. Mm -hmm. And then Nana's Little Girl, because she was my legend. So I had to throw her on there for sure. (laughs) That, that is amazing. That um, I mean, that story and just that so much of your love of country music started with her. And, and that's a great memory. And country music, it just makes us feel good. Even if it's a sad song, we feel good listening to it because it's just something special about the genre. No, it totally does. And, you know, it's hard sometimes to look out in the audience and not see my Nana physically there. But um, it was just her sixth year anniversary death on November 6th. And I actually got a tattoo, Nana's little girl, right over um, my heart. And I, I did that so that she could always be on stage with me. Because, again, like, music just makes you feel good. And when I'm up there singing and I'm singing Nana's little girl, I'm not sad. I, I'm I'm smiling and I'm beaming because I know she's there with me. So it's a really nice feeling. Now, you put on an amazing show a few years ago. I mean, you put on a bunch of them, but the one that I was in attendance at, uh, this was before COVID. My time flies. I think it was four or five years ago. My point to the whole story is you put on an amazing show. You're just up there doing the covers. You're talking to the audience. And then there was pictures of the artists behind you as you sang their songs. It was just really special. And you even got up on, was it a bass 
Yeah, so I had, right before COVID, I was able to do my very first Shaylin um, Kickin' It Classic Country show at Hamilton Place, the studio. Yeah. It was completely sold out, uh, which was pretty awesome for the first time. And yeah, I had a picture of the artists when they were young, and then as they were older, and I told like a little um, fact about each one. Mm-hmm. And I am known as the bass walker. I, I think having a <laughs> signature move is so important, and um, I'm always getting into treble. So I thought... <laughs> I would try to get away from that and do the bass thing. So my bass player, uh, Paul Breen, he always, he's a champ. I don't know how he does it, but he holds the bass up and we always do it. And you ain't woman enough by Loretta. And I get on the bass and the crowd just goes insane because it's not something you get to see all the time. So no. um, I'm definitely missed that a lot of it. And I know like these shows I've just did, um, all my fans were like, Shay, are you going to do the bass thing? Are you going to do the bass thing? And it's just so cool that they know me as the bass yeah. walker. So <laughs> I've never seen that before. Uh, the bass walking, standing on the bass. It's a cool look. It's a great photo to capture as well. And yes. uh, it's, it stands out because it's, it's original. Perfect. I love it. I love to be outside the box. <laughs> there you go. And you, you accomplished it there. Uh, must turn to another great song of yours called The Drink. This was a previous release a couple of years ago. It's a great song. Talk about classic country music. This is it. Uh, tell us about The Drink, Shaylin. Yeah, again, the drink was an accident as well. Um, I was swimming in the pool with my mom in the summer, and um, she was having a drink. Obviously, I wasn't. But, um, yeah, she was. we were just talking about summer and love and she was talking a bit about her and my dad they've been together for 30 years and you know I was like it's really cool when you find a soulmate um it's like your drink because throughout your life you're gonna probably have a bunch of partners and then until you find your the one you marry um that's your drink so I kind of related drinking to love which is really weird but it's country And um, the song was very successful. It was on 160 radio stations across Canada, uh, Netherlands, Australia, Ireland. And it actually just won uh, Best Song of the Year at the Red Carpet Awards show in Holland last year. So it is done very, very well. (laughs) Oh, to say the least. Yes. Congratulations on that success. Thank you. Why don't we have a drink to celebrate? (laughs) Cheers to that. Here we go with our imaginary drinks we are toasting. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. Taste of tequila Straight out the bottle Sip the scotch mm, On the road Baby, you You make me wonderful Get drunk of you All night long
Such a great song, The Drink. It is just, as you said, it's a it's a country song. When you get a, the drink and love together, that's country right there. That's right. You're just missing the dog. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Maybe throw in a truck and you've got the perfect country song. That's it. That's, uh, that's, that's going to be a hit for sure right there. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you have advice out there, uh, Shailen, for artists out there, female artists, who are starting out as you did, maybe they're in their early teens and they want to get on stage and they want to write songs, but they're just kind of starting out. They've got some talent, but what, what advice would you give them either to stick at it or, or to get ahead or both? Yeah, I would definitely say um, be just be you and the right people will love who you are for you. Don't try to fit in with society. Don't try to be someone you're not. Um, you know, just follow your dreams and do what makes your heart happy and make sure you're doing it for the right reason. You know, um, if you're doing it, for money purposes or, or just for the fame part, maybe reconsider because music is so much bigger than that. And, and for me, it's like when you touch someone's heart, um, that is a memory that they will have forever and a memory you'll have forever. So I would say definitely never give up, never take no for an answer. Um, stay grounded and, and stay who you are and, and just love what you, what you do. Just sing because you love it and, and just touch others with your music. That is great advice. If you love it, you will stick at it. And that's the right reason to do it. And that's what will keep you coming back. Uh, even if there's setbacks or if your career is moving slower than you would like, which is usually the case, because we want success fast, right? So if you love For it, sure. yeah, that'll keep you going. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, and and take those those bumps in the road as a, a positive thing. Like COVID was a huge setback for so many artists. So, you know, you have two options. One, you sit and you sulk about it or two, you use that time to your advantage. So, you know, every single, this, the perfect saying is that you can't have a rainbow without a little rain. So always take the rain as a good thing, make a rainbow from it and just keep, keep pushing, keep going. Yeah. I think there was an Oak Ridge boy song. It takes a little rain. Yeah, that's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go wrong quoting the Oak Ridge Boys or listening to them. Never. Gosh, no. <laughs> uh, when you look back on your career so far in your young career, Shailen, uh, do you have a proudest moment, uh, whether it's a big moment or a small moment, just something you look back on and you're just proud that it happened? Yeah, I think, um, gosh, I've had so many so far. I've been very fortunate. But I think the biggest moment for me was playing down in Nashville at Tootsie's. I mean, 
all of the greatest um, country artists have played there. I mean, Willie Nelson, Patsy Cline, uh, Terry Clark. I mean, it's just, it's so full of history and it's such a historic place. It gave me goosebumps. And to think that, you know, I was fortunate enough to be even given the opportunity uh, to sing down there was insane. And then, you know, it was very successful. They asked for me back. I was asked to do an encore. And it's like, I look at those pictures all the time and, and just go, damn, like, that is one of the best moments I will ever have. And uh, I can't wait to get back there and, and to sing at uh, Tootsie's again. Nashville is so special, uh, kind of goes without saying, especially for country artists, country songwriters, country fans too. But as an artist to be there, and as you said, to have that kind of response to your music is uh, is amazing. It is. I'm, a, I'm definitely a Nashville fan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm sure you'd love to play in the Grand Ole Opry one day. That's probably on your bucket list. Oh, absolutely. I'll, I'll make sure I make that happen. Um, it's really cool. So uh, my uncle that I mentioned earlier, my Nana's brother, he said to me, Shay, promise me one thing. Before I leave this earth, uh, I want to see you sing at the Grand Ole Opry so that, one, I can see you, and two, I will bring your Nana's spirit, and she will be there physically with me. So, I mean, that on its own is a reason for me to, to get there, and I definitely know one day it will happen. Wow. That is incredible. Uh, beautiful story. It's so great to hear about your Nana and her influence on you and that bond that you two still have. Uh, Shailene, thanks so much for being on the show. Great to catch up. And of course, not only to share your song, The Drink, but your brand new release. I love the title, Favorite Hello, Hardest Goodbye. Really well written by you and your uncle. Thanks for being here, Shailene. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to seeing you soon to Kick a Country. Awesome. I can't wait. Once again, my guest has been Hamilton, Ontario's Shailene. I'm Dave Woods, keeping it country.